You. These fools told me to watch TV. Um, listen, you thought we were done? Of course we're not done with TV. There's so much to talk about, so much going on. We're going to dive right in. Yeah. Let's start this mother with The Flash on oh. CW. Oh. Now, I know how you guys all feel. I'm 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 looking at I we get we understand listeners. <laughs> that there's a lot of superhero situations happening in mm. the movies, mm. in the comic books, in mm. on TV. But we hear that The Flash is mm. worth a go. But let's see yeah. let's see if this season so. Yeah, you know, you know, Flash has a special place in my heart. It does. Um, well, let's just go right to the meat of it here. And let me tell everyone, we didn't mention this in part one of our TV return. But I will say this, a lot of these shows we're talking about are on hiatus in February. Yeah. Until the end. So this is a great time to talk about it. It's a great time for you to check some things out, get caught up. I will tell you that. The Flash has been arrested. Oh, they caught him. <laughs> for murder. Oh, geez. Whoa. Now, there is a megalomaniac on the loose. No one knows except for the Flash and company. And he's out to get the Flash. We don't know why, but it's coming. So he has orchestrated this plot that makes it look like the Flash killed him. Now, not the Flash, the real guy, okay? Oh. They don't know it's the Flash. So he is the Flash, he's a stand-up guy. He goes to prison. They're like, look, you, we can break you out. You can break yourself out. He goes, no, we gotta do this right. And remember, his father was wrongfully convicted as well. So he's in the same cell his father was in. Oh my God. So the team has to figure out a way to get him out of prison that is legal. Hmm. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, so The Flash, there we go. If you are caught up, you know the resolution of this. Well, halfway resolution, I'll say. Because that megalomaniac, mm. Ooh, say that five times fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what on. I call him. Oh, megalomania. Let's move on to CW's Black Lightning. Oh, and uh, Black Lightning is a show that really, you know what? I, I, let's, I'm not even going to go there. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Look. So no, Black uh, let me interrupt okay. because we did say, <laughs> we did say that shows like when Black Panther was coming out, mm -hmm. we said that there are a couple of shows that will really help prepare. Yeah. And that was Luke Cage, which, you know, uh -oh. okay. mm -hmm. and of course, Black Lightning, yeah. which is out and we know Black Panther's coming out this week. So the question is, are we ready to consistently see a black superhero? Now we've had some in the class, we've had Blade, and, but he wasn't really a superhero. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about a superhero. Mm -hmm. Does Black Lightning deliver that? Yes. Now, now look, Black Lightning at the beginning of this first season is gone, okay? He's retired. Some think that he's dead. Mm. Now we know that's not the case. He is a principal at a school where he tries to bring up 
the youngins in the right way. You know, saving them from the streets, etc. He is estranged from his wife because of the black lightning thing. She doesn't like it. And he has to actually step back into those shoes because of certain events. So there's a tension there with his, his wife. He also has two daughters. Uh, one is grown, one is about to be grown. Mm -hmm. They're his daughters. That's all I'll say, remember. Yeah. They're his daughters, okay? So that's what's going on. Now, this is about, of course, he's fighting crime. We do have this criminal syndicate. They're the ones who thought he was dead. Jill Scott is one of the heads of the criminal syndicate. And let me oh, tell you something. Boy. Jill Scott <laughs> wait, is- Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Sorry, I'm processing that. Go ahead, Jill. Jill no, Scott is having the time of her life. Let me As just say she that. Should. As she should. It, it, is, it. it is so entertaining to watch her play a villain. But what about Black Lightning? You said he was dead. But I think he's not. Now, do I have to take care of him or will you? It's that kind of thing. <laughs> I love it. I love Loving it. it. Love it. So this show does have a bit of humor in it because it can get serious. It does get preachy. Cress Williams, who plays Black Knight Lightning, is not a wallflower, <laughs> okay? He's, he comes out talking like this, okay? Stop, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So you get all of that. And in the commercial ref, I was like, ooh, this, they yelling at each other, this looks terrible. But when you watch the show, it does work. Ooh. So is this perfect? No, it's not perfect. But I do enjoy it. I do enjoy what it's about. And I do think, and this is a theme running through these two parts of this TV, that they know who they are. Nice. So I will look forward to them growing even more into that. Well, let's move on to another guy who knows who he is uh -oh. doing a show called The Assassination of oh, Gianni Versace, American uh. Crime Story. Of course, we're talking about Ryan Murphy's mm -hmm. uh, new crime story installment, crime, American Crime Story, excuse me, installment yep. on Fox, or I'm sorry, FX. Mm -hmm. And we all have heard of the designer or the designs of Versace, you know, mm -hmm. Versace, but not many of us know that he was murdered. Yeah. Like, gunned down, well, I won't give it away in case you haven't uh, watched it, but it definitely hit the the design community and, and just the American public very hard. And he's gonna tackle it, Ryan Murphy does. Hmm. Yeah, uh, and this is not The People versus O.J. Simpson. It's not. It's a different story, it's a different style, all of that, it fits Versace. So in this case, I didn't know this story. I mean, I knew the broad strokes, mm -hmm. but I didn't know what was going on with the serial killer who got to Versace, Andrew Kunanen. And that's what this show is really about. It's not really about the Versaces, even though mm -hmm. they're there. And we know Penelope Cruz with a wig and everything else that they're playing Donatella and everybody watch out. That's all <laughs> I gotta say. No joke with that. Love it. But no, this is a really Andrew Kunanen's story so far, played by Darren Chris, who's a veteran of Glee and other stuff that Ryan Murphy does. I mean, this guy is, I mean, he gives me the creeps. 
Ooh, that's that's good. <laughs> I mean, this is not stuff for the faint of heart. You know, this we do get the whole thing about him uh, killing and outing homosexual men. So uh, it's not just Versace, it's the other cases. They even brought in Judith Light to play the wife of one of the men who was killed. Oh, okay, and Judith. That was the latest episode, and if you haven't seen it, the, I mean, this show is just building and building and getting better. Oh, so good. that was definitely the best episode so far. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm with it. Like, this is not your comedy fix, everybody. No. <laughs> no, 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 not even close. Yes, moving on to HBO's high maintenance. Oh. <laughs> I say high maintenance for oh. a reason. Um, Joy, there are a lot of shows about like weed, mm-hmm. like weeds yeah. and that Kathy Bates show. Yep. And something else, like high maintenance. <laughs> just, just hold on to your seats. <laughs> yeah, and this was uh, originally online, and HBO picked it up, and all of that. Um, Second season on HBO. This show, let me just say it this way. This show is a New York City show. And what I mean is this. High maintenance really isn't about the pot. Pot? Even though, Who says pot? I know. I, I just like saying it because it's funnier. Yeah, it is. It really isn't about that. Now, Ben Sinclair, who's one of the co-creators, plays the dealer. And he rides his bike around the city. All boroughs, essentially. And delivers. And and what we see is his different clients' lives. So it's not about him. It's about his clients. And not even when he's there with them. We just see their lives and then they encounter him. So you never know what you're going to get episode to episode. You never know what story it's going to be. It's really a series of vignettes. And you know that these people are New Yorkers. You know it. It is not New York City like what somebody in L.A. is thinking. It's with somebody living here and going, this just happened to me yesterday. Let's put this in the show. So you never know what you're going to get. It is for adults because it is a New York City show. You get all different parts of New York City. Okay. And I just enjoy it. It feels, even though I live here, it almost feels like I'm going into a different world. Um, so, yeah. And, you know, it's half an hour per episode, essentially. Not many in the season. So yeah. there you go. That's how I make this. I mean... Not a huge commitment. Yeah. Moving on to Counterpart on Stars. Oh. This is J.K. Simmons' show, oh. and he plays a dual reality. Like mm-hmm. he's got an alter ego, but not quite. It's it's a little interesting to process. It certainly is, and uh, Stars gave it a two-season pickup. Mm. Now J.K. Simmons, as you're saying, plays two characters um, and they're in different uh, universes, parallel universes. One of them is one way. He's a meek kind of guy. The other one is assertive. Now the one who's assertive comes over to the other universe for a particular purpose. And that purpose has to involve his counterpart. So the question is, what's going on why do we have these two parallel universes where you do have a counterpart? Everybody has that on the other side, either way. And these, we are told eventually, early on, 
what happened to cause these two parallel universes. Why they are so close, but they do have differences. And they share information back and forth. There's all this security that goes into it. No one really supposed to know about this. So what's happening here is that the worlds diverged during the Cold War. That's what happened. And now there's still another war going on. Now I'm being very cryptic because the show is. So this is a show that creeps along, drops little hints, you think about it, and if you're that kind of person who likes to think of sci-fi in this cerebral kind of way, I would say watch this. And I do have to say that the casting is wonderful. Uh, they're in Germany, by the way. I don't know why. Why is Germany the place, <laughs> right? J.K. Simmons is dynamite. Of course he is. As these two, I'm telling you, it, that wardrobe wow, of course Wow, listen helps. to that. You're just getting all excited. <laughs> Wardrobe helps, of course, for us to tell us who's who, who he's playing, these two counterparts. But it's more than that. It's just when you see him, you know exactly who it is. You know exactly which character it is, whether they're together on screen or not. We know this man can act, and he's just showing it again, along with the rest of the cast. So I am intrigued. Just that kind of show where you go, ooh, where are you going here, counterpart? Mmm. Listen, let's move on to FX's baskets because that makes sense. We've got another guy who's, <laughs> who plays dual. <laughs> who also plays dual characters. From the sublime to the ridiculous, yes. To the ridiculous. Um, and we, he's got one heck of a mother. So uh, <laughs> catch us who's, up on- I think it's her show now. Uh, I, you know it is. It's You know it's the mother show. But uh, do catch us up on Baskets. <laughs> so Zach Galifianakis. I love that name. Plays Chip and Dale Baskets. Oh, jeez. Chip is the clown. And, you know, like, the French clown. Not, you know. So he tries to be very serious, but he has a beard. He paints his beard with his clown makeup. <laughs> his brother used to run this like educational company he was lost it and all of that lost his family and now he's back with mom and chip now mom <laughs> is played beautifully by louis anderson yes you heard that right folks beautiful and it's not even comedy that's the thing it's it's like a regular mother it's award louis anderson. <laughs> award winning it deservedly so and at this point mama's decided to buy the rodeo this is the rodeo where Chip got his uh, first real job. And uh, what we find is the horses at the rodeo that they got, they were drugged to be calm. So it, early on, they figure out that these horses are wild and how do they tame them? <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, they have to bring in one of the old rodeo hands that hired Chip and he has his own problems, okay? Also, we have Martha who is Chip's friend who they keep dumping on. You know, she's a sweet woman who works at the insurance agency. And they, they, you know, they don't really pay attention to her. So at this point, Mama has a relationship. She has a business. Her friends, you know, they want to play their card games and she keeps showing up late. So there's an interloper who comes in. All of that's going on in baskets. Is it as ridiculous as it sounds? Even yes. more so. It sounds so ridiculous. Even more so. It's such well, a strange show, though. If you like strange comedy like this and you like Zach Galifianakis, you want to see Louis Anderson act? Baskets. Dang. 
thing. Okay, let's move on to Comedy Central's Another Period. Wow. It's another end of the uh, humor spectrum <laughs> where we are dipping into, we're, we're back. It's a period piece. It's another mm. period. However, mm. <laughs> we've got some contemporary sentiment, shall we say. Yes. With these characters. That's right. And this is at the turn of the 20th century. That's where we are. Uh, I'm just going to read from Wikipedia. Oh, here we go. It is intended to be a spoof on reality shows like Keeping Up with the Kardashians. While in terms of era, roughly contemporaneous with Downton Abbey and satirizing many of the same themes of class and social standing. What is what? So this comes to us from Natasha Leggero and Ricky Lindholm, who also star as sisters, who is as vapid as they come. Okay, they're all about their appearance and things like that and getting men to like them. They have a mother, okay? They have a sister who keeps getting, the casting keeps changing and now she's disappeared and the sister is the complete antithesis of them. She's a suffragette. Mm. Now the suffragettes in this show, this is a comedy and a satire. They are uh, not women to be trifled with, Uh okay? And in this season, one of them says after the two sisters like, oh, we need to get these men's attention. What do we need to do? How are we going to do this? What dress should I wear? She says, well, I know how to get their attention. You nag and nag and scream. Oh my goodness. And I will say last season, the second season, we had Harriet Tubman. Oh boy. Who were trying to teach the sisters how to get your publicity on. In this season early on, we have Helen Keller. Oh, boy. I I didn't like this, everybody. And she is there as the ambassador, essentially, of women's archery. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) The The cast is littered with just wonderful comedic actors. I mean, uh, really, I'm telling you, Jason Ritter's in this along with his other show. He's still there having a good time. And, you know, it's, this is another one of these shows, Ref, where I go, why am I watching this until I watch it? And I go, oh, yeah, this is funny. So I'm, I'm still with them. Hey. Another you period. are suffering suffragettes for the <laughs> another period. Let's go to uh, Waco Oh. Uh, Par- on Paramount. It's, that was, what is that? Formerly Spike? That's um, right. Waco. And, and when, you, when people hear that word... And if you're of a certain age, you automatically go to a very specific incident that yeah. happened in Waco, Texas. Mm. And so I have a feeling you're going to be dipping into that world. Absolutely. Yes, this is about David Koresh's cult, the Branch Davidians. Uh, and he's played by Taylor Kitsch. And the FBI negotiator is played by Michael Shannon. Now, also in the cast is Rory Culkin, younger brother of the other Culkins. We have Melissa Benoist, Supergirl. We have John Leguizamo. Whoa. Who plays an ATF agent who tried to prevent this standoff. Mm. So, and then there are others. Now, I didn't quite know this story either. I thought I did, but I didn't. Oh, interesting. So, it's based on two different books. They pull together and look, it looks like maybe it wasn't the Branch Davidians who started this. Oh. 
So we see how that goes down in this show. So when that happened, I went, oh, okay. Then everything started opening up for me for this show. Now we did have, um, what was it on a history channel? We did have the yeah. show uh, where where they were dealing with whatever that was, uh, the serial killer, what was his name? But anyway, so- Charlotte Man? No, no, no. It was it was more recent than that. The the guy who was uh, mailing the the bombs. Oh yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes, yeah. Okay. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. That show, Manhunt. Thank you. That's the name of it. There it is. Manhunt. That show and this show. I keep thinking of Manhunt when I'm watching Waco. And that's not necessarily good because Waco doesn't quite go as deep. It's good, like there's nothing wrong with it. And I do appreciate that they don't waste too much time getting to the heart of things. Yeah. I thought they would try to elongate it, no. That's nice, but it's just not quite as deep as Manhunt. So that's my only knock on it. I do like the cast. And I do think if you are just interested in the story, that this will be perfectly fine uh, to watch. So there you go. Dang. Okay, so let's move on to Netflix's Altered Carbon. This is a new show on Netflix, and it is definitely one of those shows where it, it's a it's in the sci-fi realm. Uh, All the way got, in sci-fi, yeah. Yes, in mm -hmm. sci-fi realm. If we're gonna find out if who this is for, basically, who should be watching this? Because we're not talking about Star Trek sci-fi. We're talking about a very specific kind of sci-fi. Yeah, this is closer to, um, you know, a, a little, it's darker sci-fi than that. Uh, so just keep that in mind. Now, for Altered Carbon, it's closer to like Blade Runner, maybe. Mm -hmm. I'll pull that out. Uh, and, and that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he's on Mars, that kind of thing. Um, so here's the thing. In Altered Carbon... In this world, imagine that who you are, they're able to capture it and put it onto what's called a stack. That stack goes into your head. Now, as long as the stack is intact, you don't have to die. Hmm. Instead, what happens is for the money, if you can afford it, your stack is placed in different bodies, which are called sleeves. So you can buy a bunch of sleeves and just live on forever, as long as the stack is fine. Now, rich people in this world live in the clouds, literally. They live above everybody else. And these are flying cars and all of that. Okay. We've seen all of this stuff before. So they're very wealthy. And they can afford to have the stack live in the cloud. That's what we would call it. Okay. So even if your stack is damaged, it can be re-downloaded to a different device. Got you it. You keep going. So one of these people played by James Purefoy. Purefoy. Was murdered. Oh. In her quotes. St her stack was tampered. Now, in quotes, because he had his in the cloud, mm -hmm. bouncing around satellites. So the problem is your stack, the memory is downloaded every so often. 
So he can't remember what led up to his murder now that he's back. That's blank because it didn't upload. So he has hired a man to go investigate. And that man is in the form of Joel Kinnaman. Now, Joel Kinnaman was imprisoned for an uprising and he has been asleep, let's say in quotes, for 250 years. Oh boy, here we are. So he comes back. His stack is now in this different body in the form of Joel Kinnaman. And what we see in the show is what happened before he was in prison, where he was trained by Renee Elise Goldsberry's character. Hamilton! Hamilton, the good wife, etc. Mm-hmm. Trained to be this sort of assassin they call Envoys. Now, Envoys have these special powers beyond fighting of manipulating reality with their brains. Oh gosh, wow, this is way sci-fi. Yes, so this is why he's hired. Also, he finds out why he's in the particular sleeve he's in. It's for a particular reason, and that leads to problems. So he has the, the cops on his tail because of certain reasons. He has to deal with these rich people because the deal is, if he can solve this murder, then he will get all of this money and be free to live on forever. Otherwise, he's going back to sleep. His stack. Mm. So he has a sister. He has all this other stuff going on. And that is altered carbon. That's as much as I can give you without just telling you what happens all the Good way. Good gracious, that's enough. You can catch yes. it on Netflix and you can binge it if you want to. Just now, I will say, just to wrap it up, is it perfect? No. Does it have problems? Yes. But if you're interested in what I said, check it out. All right. Yeah. Scandal on ABC is oh. headed toward its, towards its, not season finale, but the show's finale. Yeah. And we, with each episode, we get closer and closer there. We also, with each episode, start to get some new revelations about certain characters who we thought were a certain way. And mm. now they're doing another thing and being uh, another kind of moral. We have chronicled. <laughs> we did. We actually have. My ups and downs with this show. We've chronicled it. And now we're in the final season, as you said, season seven. <clears throat> and like you said, now there are morals involved with these people. Are you kidding? <laughs> are all y'all kidding? Now it's, oh, Olivia is such a horrible person because she killed this man. And this is coming from the murderer surrounding her. Like, I am confused. How is she the villain? And all of y'all are okay. We even have Quinn who took over Olivia's business, right? Instead of OPA, now it's QPA. She's preggers, all of that. She's about to get married. She gets kidnapped by you-know-who. You-know-who kidnapped her. And supposedly killed by him. I knew that wasn't true. So we see why all of this stuff goes on. But we have her looking at Papa Pope and saying, you're, you're, you're a good man, Eli. What? <laughs> and then later on, she regrets it. Why did you regret it? Why did you regret it later on? We know he's not a good man. We have seen it. We have seen all of you people kill and do other kinds of crazy stuff. And now it's Olivia who's a... Look, <laughs> oh before their hiatus, they did try to reel things back in, almost. 
because Olivia at the moment, I'm just giving it all away. Olivia at the moment, she was the chief of staff for President Melly Grant. Yes, she's president now, oh, you didn't know. Lord, and Olivia is the head of B613 now. Oh, come on. Jake tried to take over both jobs. Oh, jeez. But of course, Olivia has some things up her sleeve, including uh, Martin's boss, <laughs> the actor who plays him. Okay. But at the end, before they go to hiatus, she actually resigns from the chief of staff position and gives Jake back his powers as commander B613. So when they come back, we will see how all of this ridiculousness ends. At the moment, they've completely lost me. Like, completely. I'm just watching it because... <laughs> well, let's move on to Shonda's other show, Grey's yeah, Anatomy. See. We'll end it with this mm -hmm. on ABC. Grey's, as we have talked about, you've also been chronicled. Not since its inception, because we haven't been mm -hmm. on air that long, but we've listened to your up and downs mm. with this show and then finally landing in a really good place yeah. uh, with Grey's and I'm eager to hear where we are now. Well, you know, this show, the wonders never cease. <laughs> this is one of the best network television shows. Uh-oh. It just is. If you like a medical procedural, this is the gold standard right now. Not the resident, which just came out or anything else. So whenever a new medical procedural comes out, you know what I do, Ref? I go, is this as good as Grey's? Mm. Is it? Because otherwise I don't need it. I got Grey's in season 14. Yeah, and it's been 14 years in the making, so mm -hmm. it better be good. Exactly, you know, they, in the middle, they had a lot of problems. There were seasons of problems. But right now, ever since somebody died, uh oh. On the show. Mm -mm. They just picked right up and I mean, look, I love the storylines. There's not one storyline where I go, mm. They fixed some of the ones where I was going, mm. The casting has always been wonderful. The characters yeah, have always true. been wonderful. And you've said this, Ref. The bones of this show early on were laid down really well by Shauna. Yeah, absolutely. She did an amazing, phenomenal job. Yeah, I mean, the first two seasons of this show are brilliant. I just have to say that. Like, for this kind of show, they are. Just wonderful TV. So right now, this is closer to those two seasons. And it's just good to watch how Meredith doesn't have to be in every episode, not every episode, every scene. She may even be a supporting character because everybody's so strong. We see in this season so far, Joe, who had to hide from the husband, the husband shows up. Oh, we meet him. guy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something went on with that. I won't tell you what. So I'm going to hide some stuff here. We have other relationships where, of course, they're going ups and downs. Miranda Bailey had a, a tragic circumstance. Okay. She's working through it. Great. And at the end uh, of this part of the season, they're on hiatus along the scandal. There's a competition going on. Somebody gave some money anonymously mm. to, hey, say, look, doctors, come up with a great invention. We will give you money for that, and the winner will get millions of dollars. So everybody's trying to find their way into uh, getting this money. Mm -hmm. So we see how all of them are either teaming up or working alone and trying to come up with these wonderful ideas. And it's a lot of fun. And of course, just to end it here, Jackson's mother, in the form of Debbie Allen, 
<laughs> shows up and wants her son to work with her on something. I won't say what it is. So we'll see how that turns out because he's torn between his idea and working with his mama. So Grey's Anatomy, I've said what I need to say about it. And I will say this. If you are one of the people who was an early Grey's head and you lost your way, I get it. You can come back. You can come back. You do not need to go through the slog that some of us have to get here. You can pick it up and you'll be fine. You'll figure out things in no time. Excellent. That's a great place to end. Now, there's more TV to talk about, but for now, we're going to give you a break (laughs) and enjoy the uh, Winter Olympics a bit as some shows are on hiatus. And we'll be right back to pick up where we left off with this TV whirlwind that we're in. 